Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spirit Talk Radio. My name is Angel and I am your host. I would like to extend to you this invitation to join me today on a journey of exploration, discovery, and clarity with one of the many guests from the community who is committed to helping us all on our journey of spiritual transformation. Enjoy the show and be prepared to ask questions if you have them. Looking forward to seeing you today, tomorrow, and thereafter. Enjoy. Well, good evening and welcome to our show this evening. It is Tuesday and our month is plodding away here and getting quickly to the end of the month. And I am searching for my guest this evening. I'm going to take a a chance and see if this line that just popped up is my guest. Thank you for holding. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Dr. Laika. I'm so excited. There you are. I've been looking for you. Welcome to the show. How are you this evening? Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm so excited to have you on the show. I've had such a myriad of interesting guests, this, um, especially this month. It's, it's so crazy right now uh, with everything, and I, that's really all I need to say, right? Right? It's just everything that's happening right now is really crazy. And I was given the opportunity um, to to bring you on the show. I got so excited because, first of all, you you have such an amazing story, and I'm gonna let you tell um, tell the story uh, because you. You you are a doctor. You're out there. You're 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 doing like this practical um, mainstream um, experience, and then you have this really great experience that caused you to kind of refocus your how you speak to people about healing and how you speak to people about just life in and of, in and of itself. That's what I got when I started reading through your stuff. Um, but I'm gonna let you tell people your story, um, and then we're gonna dig in. Uh, from there, so um, sounds good. I'd love to, Angel. You know, my my journey into this part of my life began in 2003 when I was walking in Disneyland with my wife and my youngest daughter. It was February. It was a long, hot, sticky day. It was late, and my wife turned to me and she said, "What's wrong with you, hun?" Well, for once in my life, I hadn't said anything wrong. I hadn't done anything wrong. I hadn't done anything wrong. <laughs> So, so it was it was a weird thing that she did to me, and I, I said, "Dear, I really don't know what you're talking about." And then she did it to me again. She said, "Listen to your foot." You know, wow, dear, that, that's really weird. What are you talking about? She said, "Listen to it." So I listened to it, and my right foot had suddenly and mysteriously developed a right foot drop. It was slapping on the pavement with every step I was taking. Now, your brain is designed not to let that happen. It's designed really to let that foot pick up with every step. So I really didn't know what was wrong. Uh, So she said, did you have a stroke? I said, dear, you're a doctor. You know a stroke doesn't act like this. And she said, well, there's something wrong. When we get back, you better get this checked out. You know, and when your wife tells you that, that tone of voice, Angel... You know you better listen, otherwise you got, got something coming. To you. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay silent on that one. I, I have a, I have a commitment to the, to the club that I have to. <laughs> but you're right. You know oh the my commitment. Gosh. You know the commitment is there. So, so you know when I got back, I had every t- 
past known. Uh, I had brain scans. I had cat scans. I had pet scans. And I think I even had cat scan scans. But you know what they showed at the end of all that? What did they show? They showed absolutely nothing. You know, that's the perplexing part. The doctors were befuddled. They didn't know what to say. They thought I had a brain tumor or they thought I had a slip disc or something they could put their fingers on, but they couldn't find anything. So you know what that means when doctors can't find something, don't you, Angel? Well, you know, uh, you get more tests, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. They did tests. They did tests and they did tests. I think I had tests that didn't even exist and the things they even invented. So, you know, at the oh, end of all this, I ended up on the doorstep of a world-leading neurologist. And you know neurologists are the brain guys. They're the yeah, guys the that guys. are supposed to have all the answers. So yeah. I walked in and he said, hi, Dr. Leica. And I said, hi. Uh, he said, you better be sitting down when I tell you this. I said, why? I've got a dropped right foot. He said, no, you don't. You have ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Get your Whoa. affairs in order. You know you know how Whoa. doctors have this flip of thing of get your affairs in order. You have <laughs> six months to live. Wow. Oh, no. Boy, that hit me. Whoa. Wow, that was quite a pronouncement Whoa. from him. And, you know, so I said, is there a way to prove this diagnosis? He said, of course. On autopsy. Oh, God, Jesus. That guy had no, Jeez, bedside, no bedside manner at all. He's fired. No, he was up there in the, the cryptic school of humor where he, there really wasn't <laughs> one. So I, I said to him, you know, I'm not going to die to prove you wrong. So I, I basically went back, and you go through a grief reaction when you go through this angel. Yeah, you know, Dr. Kubler-Ross, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, wrote a book on death and dying. And when you go through that, you go through various things. And one of the things you go through is denial. No, there's nothing wrong. I can do everything. Nothing's going to happen to me. I, I can, and and you know, but you know in your heart of hearts that's wrong. There is something wrong. You wouldn't have a dropped right foot if there was nothing wrong. Then you go through bargaining. Oh, God, please don't let this happen. Uh, I'll be okay. You know, just do anything and I will be fine. Well, you know, God's not listening to this one, and, and you start to even go through. But the worst phase, I think, is the phase where you go through depression and your body can't move and you're just laying in bed all day and you just can't put it all together. And You know, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross comes up with the last phase as being acceptance. And I wasn't going to accept this because I knew this was not right. I, I knew that in my heart of hearts I didn't have this. You know, I'm a medical doctor, and I know doctors make mistakes. I know they do, and even though I was a doctor, and I don't think I made any mistakes when I was a doctor, but the point is doctors are not infallible, and uh, I knew that I had to seek other answers. So I went to my wife, and she said, you know, dear, I don't have the faintest idea what you have, but you're smart. You can figure it out. Well, thanks for the vote of confidence, dear, but that doesn't really help me, I said. So, you know, back in 2003, something brand new had just been invented, and you might have heard about it, Angel. It was called the Internet. 
You ever heard oh, of that? Oh, I remember thing? that. Yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. You know, <laughs> he seems to be taking over the world right now, taking the world oh, by storm. And oh, yeah. I think we're on it all the time these days. But you know, with that, um, I knew I had to get on it. But back then, it was very primitive. Back then, you had to get on with something called dial-on connections. And that's where your phone had to communicate with some sort of server. And after about 15 or 20 minutes, you magically got on this thing called the Internet. Okay, But it was primitive. We didn't have servers. We didn't have Dr. Google to help us back then. All we had was checking out each and every site. Well, thank goodness I had friends that were nerds. They knew more about this this weird thing than I did. And they were able to help me access it. And I checked out every disease that looked like ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, that was not ALS. And, you know, I was able to find a doctor in Colorado Springs, Colorado, by the name of David Martz, who went through exactly what I did, but he got worse much more rapidly. He was on his deathbed, in fact, when a doctor from Texas came up to say goodbye to him. And that uh, doctor looked at David and said, David, I think there's something wrong with your diagnosis. And David was very weak at the time, so all he could whisper, and he said, well, what do I have? And the doctor from Texas says, I think you've been bitten by a tick. I think you have something called chronic Lyme's disease, not not Lou Gehrig's disease. He said, it's mimicking it. It's acting like it, but it's not the same. And he said, you know, I can start you on treatment if you want, and we can see if this works. And David says, well, what do I have to lose? I'm dying. So, you know, David started on treatment, and a miracle occurred. Just like Lazarus, within seven days, he arose from the dead. He was back to his usual stealth. Wow, I said, I got to get in touch with this guy. He's got some answers that might be able to help me, too. So, you know, any doctor can get in touch with any other doctor if he wants. And I phoned all the hospitals in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and I got in touch with David at the Methodist Hospital. And David was there, and he he took my call, and he talked to me for hours. And he said, you know, I'd love to see you. And I said, why? He said, I, he actually had started a clinic treating people with this weird disease. And he had treated over 2,000 people with the same thing. And I said, wow, i got to go down. And he said, well, can you come down right now? And I said to David, I can't. I, you know, this is our Thanksgiving weekend, and my wife will kill me. She's invited 50 people over. <gasps> David said, well, aren't there any planes in Canada? <laughs> so so I knew I couldn't put David off, and I wasn't going to be able to put this off any longer. So I went to my wife. I apologized for not being there for Thanksgiving. And she said, of course, dear, you must go. If this will help you, she said, go down. So I got on a great flight from Edmonton to Denver. It was like two and a half, three hours, and it was great. But then I got on the plane from hell from Denver to Colorado Springs. It's only a 15-minute flight, but at the end of the day, air comes off the desert and creates eddies. And so that flight drops 
hundred a hundred feet at a time, and then it climbs and then it drops again, and then it climbs and then it drops again. Drops again. Oh so it's God. like a wild mouse ride. It's like the it's like a Ferris wheel. It's like a drop of doom, over and over and over again. And so I crawled off that plane when I got into Colorado Springs, and you know there was David on the tarmac to meet me. This was two thousand and three. We didn't have all the security precautions we have now. David was a well-known doctor in his community. He was no terrorist, so he didn't have to go through any security precautions. He was just picking up a guest. And, you know, he picked me up. We talked for hours, and he said the magic words, I think history is repeating itself. And he started me on treatment, and I was able to maintain my status as a leading top cosmetic doctor for over 30 years until I walked away last year to really do my other things and help other people. Now, along the way, I met an amazing lady called Harriet Tinka, and I'm not sure if she's on the phone tonight, but Harriet is a wonderful lady that really uh, just a beautiful, talented lady that used to be a runway model in New York City. But she decided to walk away from that to pursue an education. And she was going to take accounting at the University of Calgary. And she met an evil person that really put her in an abusive relationship. And he kidnapped her and he stabbed her and he left her. Oh, my dead. God. But oh. so I think, yes. I think Harriet has to be on the show at another time as well so that you can really ask her some of these questions because she's the other side of the story. Right. And Harriet then, Harriet was a, she, she, you know, she, she lived through that. And during her rehab, she met a little girl by the name of Amber. Amber was only nine or 10, but Amber had the world's wisdom. She was wheeling around in a wheelchair because she had been in a car accident that killed both of her parents and left her paralyzed from the waist down. And she looked at Harriet and said, Harriet, why are you moping? Why are you crying? There's no reason for you to do this. There's really, you need to take your story and take it further. Well, I met Harriet because she was applying for an award I was sponsoring for the YWCA. It was called the Women of Distinction. And I was supporting women in our community to really help them in such a way to help them do an, um, even better. Because, you know, women are still not honored like they should. Uh, you know, so I said, look, we better sponsor this. And Harriet applied for an award called the Turning Points Award. And that Turning Points Award was beyond belief because I met Harriet. She actually bought me lunch. And she said, we must, use, we must use both of our lives to make a great book. And it took us over four years to make that book. But when we did, this book has been put out. And even in the great pandemic of 2020, it's become a great seller, which has been amazing that way. Wow. 
I can't oh, believe yeah. that our little book is influencing people through one of the monumental events of of the twenty of this two thousand year period. We're able to known. make a little difference in people's yeah. lives, and I yeah. hope we can influence even more. So that's why I'm so proud to be on your show tonight. I'm I'm excited. Thank you. That was a lot of information. Um, you know, it, it really it really is very interesting to hear a physician going through this this process of, of bouncing around and, and, and getting all this stuff. And it helps us feel like this happens. It doesn't matter who you are, this happens where there are things out there they, they'll just put a, a label on you and say, This is what's going on with you and you're just supposed to just accept it. Oh my God, you'd be sitting around waiting to die somewhere and just like, this is what's going to happen. Are you told them to die? I guess I get my, get my stuff in order so I can go, go off into the sunset and this guy talks to you and then here you are, giggling with me on the airwaves. Um, well, you know, amazing. when something like this happens, there's got to be a reason for it, Angel, right. because I think really, you know, doctors can be kind of callous at times and say these things. You know, even when I was, in internal medicine, I never gave person, people a death sentence. You know, I'd say, you know, the future is uncertain. Things don't look too good right now, but I can't tell the future. I've seen miracles happen. I've seen amazing things happen. I really advise you to live your life to the fullest is what I tell people. And try to make every day matter. Because, you know, I could be walking down the street and get hit by a bus tomorrow. Lightning can strike me. I said, look, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. It doesn't look good. But, you know, it's out of my hands. All I can say is do everything you can to really enjoy things. Do the best you can. And, you know, I've had so many people when I was in internal medicine that really took that challenge and did amazing things and really, really did some great things with their life. And I, and I think that's the message here, is it's not what happens to you, it's what you do with what happens. And I really have to emphasize that as, as the prominent thing that goes on. You know, there's COVID going on. It's a crazy yeah. year. This 2020 is a year where everything's turned around. Everything's upside down. Everything's like that roller coaster ride that I yep. was on. And yep. the point is, uh, people don't have to be on a roller coaster ride. They really have to realize that they're in control and they can take it over and do some things with it. I know it looks bleak if you're not working. I know it looks bleak if you're having problems financially through all this. But, you know, I've lived through probably 10 recessions in my lifetime. We usually have one every three to seven years. Yes, this is the deepest. Yes, this is the darkest. Yes, this is the ugliest. But at each time, people thought it was the end of the world. At each time, they thought things are going to stop. I'm sure people used to think that during the Second World War, and I'm sure people used to think that during the First World War. But, you know, each time we were able to come back and come to a better level of things, and I'm sure that's going to happen here. It's going to take time. This is not over by any means that this is going to take a lot of effort from everybody and a lot of good people are going to be hurt along the way and that you know I'm I'm afraid the number of deaths that are going to go on with this but at the same time I I'm, I'm positive 
that we shouldn't bet against science, we shouldn't bet against humanity. I think that people are overall good and and life is is really what matters and it's not what happens to you, it's what you do with what happens. Which that's a we said a mouthful. It is it's about what you do what happens and you know, I've gotten the point I just call this the twenty twenty. It just feels like everything is just happening, every lesson that you could live and and we'll look back on this with, with all kinds of opinions about what what we did and what we didn't do, but I love the 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 the, the victories because that's what it feels like. It's the victories that are coming out of this, um, and people learning to stand up and step up. And I, I love your story because it it gives hope. I, I feel like people need that hope right now. They need it. They need to know that there's going to be that there's hope at the end. There's light at the end of the tunnel. And I feel like what you're saying is that the light's kind of within you. Once you realize that this was not the truth and you realize that there was something else to do, you were on a mission and, and you took charge of your stuff and the light was inside you. Well, let's go through a little bit about that because along the way, Harriet and I wrote this book about 13 Golden Pearls. It's called The okay. Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. And the 13 golden pearls form a ring, a a necklace of empowerment that goes directly around your neck. And it gives you such a beautiful thing. Now, you know, golden pearls actually exist, Angel, but they only exist in the southern Philippines area and the southern Indonesian area because there's a special type of oyster that makes them. And do you know what makes a, a pearl as it is? Yeah, I know that a pearl, it's an irritation. It's like an ulcer, like a grain of sand or something that gets caught in the shell, Yeah, you know, a little grain of sand gets inside of an oyster and it irritates it. It traumatizes it. And that oyster says, look, I'm not going to be traumatized by this grain of sand. I'm going to wall this off. And it makes this beautiful material called luster that walls off that 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 irritation and makes this beautiful gorgeous object now a single solitary golden pearl is so exquisite and so rare that they can sell upwards of ten thousand dollars so it's a beautiful beautiful thing now the beautiful thing about this pearl is that the pearls that we found the 13 of them are just like that they're gorgeous they're magnificent they really are in each and every one of us. You just have to look inside and find them. You really have to make it something, just looking inside and, and finding them. And that's why we say this book is unique. Now, this book, each each chapter in it is named after the Golden Pearl, and it starts with a story. And that story is is more like a parable. It carries you right inside the story and really makes it that unique. Uh, And then there's this dialogue between my dear friend Harriet and myself where we really uh, talk about the golden pearl and give it new depth and new meaning. And in addition, we sprinkle it with quotations from celebrities because a slight quote, for example, can make a huge difference in the way you perceive it and the way you look at things. And and little, little things we say about it 
is really what makes it matter and makes the world a better place. Let, let me just tell you one of those. Like, for, for example, the word, one of our pearls is forgiveness. And I think that's a very important pearl because, you know, we go forward because we forgive somebody. And forgiveness is not a natural thing. It's an unnatural thing. But without forgiveness, we don't have love, we don't have faith, we don't have hope. Now, Marianne Williamson said, forgiveness is not always easy. At at times, it feels more painful than the wound we suffered to forgive the one that inflicted it. And yet, there is no peace without forgiveness. So you see why we sprinkle those in. It's like a a beautiful oatmeal cookie with some raisins in it or chocolate chips. It just brings out the thing that are there. And, you know, Martin Luther King said something really beautiful about that. He said, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Beautiful, Martin. What a beautiful thing to say. Yeah, that was really beautiful. And, and I have to tell you, um, I've, I've been playing with your book. You know, I, I haven't had a lot of time um, since I booked the show. But I, I do love the pearls, the concept of the pearls, because you've got things in here like victory and vulnerability, which I never, because it, it, it really helped me think about it. I had to stand back for a minute and think about the gift of vulnerability. Um, usually we don't see that as a gift. No, you know, none of us like being vulnerable because it hurts to be vulnerable. Vulnerable is one of those states that to go into really causes us a lot of chagrin and a lot of things. But, you know, Brené Brown, who's really the head person on, on talking about vulnerability, says, you know, what makes you beautiful is also what makes you vulnerable. You know, vulnerability is the key to winning, to success and everything else. Now, Amber, let's suppose you were in a foot race, okay, and you wanted to win that at all costs. Well, you can't do that without being vulnerable because, you know, you got to put it all on the line. Otherwise, you will never win that race. You'll never get to the end of that race. So you got to be vulnerable to let that happen. And let's talk about our first pearl for a minute, which is love. You know, you've probably been in love. You've probably had a couple of people that you've loved very much in your life. Yeah. I've loved a lot of people. But, you know, to be in love, you have to be vulnerable. You have yeah. to risk it all to be in love. Otherwise, you're never truly in love. You never get to the point that that you're really, really going to be that way. And And I think love is one of the most important things that you can. You know, Mother Teresa says, if you love until it hurts, there can be no hurt, only more love. Wow. What a beautiful thing for that wonderful lady to say, because it's true. I love that. You know, in in love, love, when you talk about your pearls, and and for those of you who who have just tuned in, um, I'm going to let you talk about your book a little more, but you, you, you give us these 13 pearls and you give us, you know, it's like, it's like going through a, a, a workshop. You know, I, I learn about the pearl, I earn each pearl, and at the end of, of the book, I've got this, 
I've got all sorts of this beautiful necklace of pearls that I have a better connection to, and I can learn to 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 improve. I guess is a good way of saying it. Learn to explore myself. What is your goal with each of these pearls for everybody? I buy this book. I read it. What do you want for me? Um, as I you know, my our, our impression is both Harriet and I that at the end of this, you're a person's going to be better than they are. They're going to bring out their best self. That they're going to allow their best self to become forward, and they're going to become a better person. Now, okay, I'm going to give you an example of another one. Okay. One of our pearls is gratitude. And gratitude is something that I think is a very, very infectious and important thing. Because, you know, if you start your day with gratitude, your whole day changes. So I always tell people, start with a journal. Write down three things that you're thankful for. And, you know, one of the things I was thankful for today when I saw my calendar was being on the show because I knew I was going to be on this with you and that I'd be able to talk to some amazing people and share my thoughts. I was so humbled and honored by that, I could hardly contain myself. And that's truly what it's all about. Yeah. It's about yeah. one of those things that happen. Now, you know, right now, there are a lot of people that are hurting. There are a lot of people out there that are having yeah. problems. You know, there yeah. are people in your city and mine that don't have enough food to eat because they haven't been working. They don't have Absolutely. the wherewithal to do anything. So, Absolutely. you know, I'm going to challenge your audience. I'm going to challenge Uh-oh. them to do something for somebody else today they wouldn't regularly do. I'm going to ask them to pay it forward. I'm going to ask them to reach out and help their neighbor in a way they didn't do yesterday. I'm going to ask them to put beside that me, me, me stuff and try and help somebody else. Because I'll tell you, your world will change if you do that, that the world's going to be a better place. Yeah, yeah, you know, I got nothing for that. You know, <laughs> you're absolutely right. We have to be more than what we are. And, you know, one of the things that I was thinking about when you were talking is just where we are right now, because people just don't want to conform because they're more concerned about their liberties or their this or their that. And so as a result, I'm in California. We've been shut down so many times. We didn't even know what to do uh, because it's out of control and, and we're losing our minds. And, you're right. When can we, when will we stop and think about, you know, the other people outside of ourselves? I'm going to take well, that on. Nope. I, I'm going to take that on myself. I, I, I'm going to take that on. I want my listeners to take that on. If you're listening, um, what Dr. Lycan has, has asked us to do is pay it forward to give back in some way. There are starving people. So we have a food bank in my community, my husband and I, are, are, are I'm going to get up tomorrow because I have time now. <laughs> I'm going to get tomorrow. We're going to go get some some donations. I'm going to take them down. I'm going to go to Costco buy some stuff. That's what I Well, I'm you know, in, in our regular grocery store here, you can buy a pack of food for 10 bucks and put it in the the, yes, you can. the the thing for the food bank. And I'm sure almost every grocery store yep. has it or can develop that to no end because really – that's a very small thing when you're going grocery shopping to give five or ten bucks and help somebody. But also, 
going down and helping with the food bank and getting the food together for people or, or going and helping people in such a way. I remember once I was at a conference in Florida, uh, a business development conference, and we spent lunch time making sandwiches for the poor, and I thought that was one of the greatest things we can do. Wow, here I'm, I'm a wealthy person, I'm a doctor, I'm going to a conference to develop my business, yet one of the fundamental things I could do was to do that, and that was a conference run by a good friend of mine by the name of Michael McLean, who used to run an insurance company, and I said, geez, this is where it's really happening, this is something we have to do, So this is something we've got to do on a daily basis to remember yeah. others in this whole scenario. Yeah. I love it. So we have callers. We get callers a lot. I would love to talk to somebody if anybody has any questions for you, if that's okay with you, if you'd like to see Absolutely. anybody on the air. I would oh, love to hear some of your she's callers excited. and talk okay. to them about some of these things. All righty. Let me see. So I'm going to take my, got my first caller here. Thank you for holding. You're on the air with Angel and Dr. Leica. Who are we speaking to? Hi. How are you? I'm fine. It's how are you? Great. Who am I talking to today? And Rose Maria. Hi, Rose Maria. How are you? Doing good. Good to hear. How can we help you today? I know a lot of spirits are around me and a little bit of chaos and all that stuff. So I've been getting some messages, but not sure if it's like ringing it right, if that makes sense. I, I, I'm going to ask Angel to help me with this one. So, what do you so, think, Angel? So I think, so I think that um, first thing I want to say is thank you for calling. You know, um, Dr. Leica is not psychic. Uh, so, um, but what I would tell you is that there's a lot going on right now, and it's not that it's dark. It's that it's, it's chaotic right now. And if you're getting the feeling that stuff is happening around you and that you're feeling somebody's trying to talk to you, Sit down, ground yourself, and, and just sit in meditation and contemplation. Maybe somebody's trying to give you a message. Maybe somebody's trying to get your attention. Or maybe you're just your system is trying to get you to, to be calm because, because it is kind of chaotic right now and there's a lot going on. So that's what I would recommend is just sit down in contemplation and just kind of quiet your, your space so that you can see if there's something there for you to receive. we wrote this book. We wrote it as we were talking between us 
So I said, why do we want to take this out? This is something that's unique that we can really make it special. So I said, let's not make this as a doctrine or something telling people what to do, but really make it a voyage of discovery so everybody can discover it. So in this story on enthusiasm, I talk about Fred the Carpenter. Fred is a carpenter that had worked for one business for 35 years, and he was tired, he was finished, he couldn't do it anymore. So he went to his boss and threw the keys on the desk and said, Boss, I'm done. I'm out of here. I can't handle it. And the boss was taken aback. He said, Fred, Fred, you've been my carpenter all your life. You know, what am I going to do without you? Then he thought about it for a minute and he said, Fred, can you do just one more job for me before you leave? Well, Fred begrudgingly said, You know, boss, I've loved it here. It's been the only job I've ever had, and I really will do anything for you. So the boss said, okay, Fred, can you build me just one more house? You're my master carpenter. You're the only one that can do it. And so Fred said, okay, boss, I'll do it for you because you're asking. But you know, he did it, but his heart was not into it. Every day he dragged his butt to work and he barely could get there. And, you know, he did, did shoddy workmanship he only worked a couple hours a day, whereas when he was really enthusiastic, he'd work 18, he'd work 20, he'd work 24, because he loved doing it. But he just didn't have it. Well, the house surprisingly passed inspection. So he threw the he went back to his boss, threw the keys on the desk, and said, okay, boss, I'm done. The boss said, okay, Fred, just one minute. He said, I'm going to gather everybody in the office around. So he gathered everybody around, and he said, Look, everybody, it's Fred's last day. I'm really happy for him. I'm going to be sad because he's going to be hard to replace, but I'm so happy for Fred, I can't believe it. And he said, Fred, I've got an amazing gift for you. Here's the keys to the last house you ever built. Take it and live in it with all the enthusiasm you did while you worked for me. That's amazing. That is a story. That's Now, you see, Angel, that story is about what you have to do every day. That's the story of how you make the world a better place. Enthusiasm is not a Tuesday thing. Enthusiasm is not a Monday thing. Enthusiasm you've got to bring to the table every day. Otherwise, that table isn't worthwhile. You really have to make this what it is. And that's really the game changer. That's the thing that changes everything from mundane to everything that's magical. So I really liked about that. And Rosemary is still on the on the phone. I'm going to ask her a question here in a second. But what I really like about that, one of the things I talk about when I speak to to uh, clients is that we spend a lot of time focusing on our wish, so to speak. Like I want to know where this is. I want to know where that is. Is this going to happen for me? Is this going to come to me? Versus was just the stuff to do to get there. Like if you do the stuff that you need to do, the stuff that's going to happen every day. You know, it, it's, just, it's like a magic trick. It'll come to you just like the story that Well, you the magic trick is attitude, I think. I think if yeah. you bring the right attitude every day to the task, it really doesn't matter. It. You know, I, I think Gandhi said, if you're a street sweeper, be the best street sweeper that's you right. can. That'll make the street sweeping industry what it is. (laughs) He said, 
a lowly street sweeper, and if you become the best at it, wow, he said. Well, that's that's what I think people should do. You make sandwiches for a living. Make them the best you can. If you bring uh, to a situation something that you can, what a different situation that would be. I love it. Rosemary, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Are you still there? Did you hear that story? I I just wanted to get your thoughts and see how you you felt about that. I I found that very inspiring, and and it, it opened up so much kind of in my head, and I know you got some questions some, and, and things going on. What did you, what, what it came to you as you were hearing that story? Um, positive thoughts, going the right way, going on the right yeah. journey. Right. That's really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going to recommend that, that you, you find this book. Uh, go ahead and tell them the name of your book again for me, Dr. Lycus. It's called The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. It's available on Amazon and at Amazon.com. And it really is, uh, you can get a copy also by going to a site called FantasticLifeBook.com. And I really like it if people order it from there because if they do, 20% of the profits of that book are going to go right to help women's shelters in your area. So if you buy it from California, it'll go there. If it comes from Idaho, it'll go there. Because Harriet and I would like to see an end to domestic violence. And this is one of the ways we can help the world in a short way. And we really can help people get to a better level. And the other thing I'd like to do for all your guests today, Angel, is to give Uh them a very special gift. Can I do that? Uh Oh, uh-oh. Hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. Let's get ready. I'm ready. I, I, absolutely. I'm going to put you on hold. Okay. Back on hold, Rosemary. I'm going to put you back okay. on hold. Okay. I want okay. to give everybody 52 golden pearls, one golden pearl a week for 52 weeks. And all they have to do is text me the word golden pearls, pearls with an S, to one eight one nine seven one seven. Two five one five. That's one eight one nine seven one seven two five one five. And uh, I will send that to you in an email as well, and you can put it on your website or wherever, because then everybody we can make the world a better place. So if I understand what you're saying, all I have to do is sit here right now, and I can text that number you just gave me one. 819 717 2515, and I'm going to get 52 pearls. Yep, and one a year, week for a 52 year. weeks, and that's golden pearls, pearls with an S. Just text me those words, and I'll get that for you, and you'll get your gold first golden pearl right away. Okay, so I just did it. If anybody else is out there, hopefully you just did it too. I think that that's. That's really cool. I'm curious. So what I'm going to do is I am I'm going to set that up on our on our resource here on the New Age Guild, and I'm going to I'm going to encourage people. Oh, I got a message. Look at you. Oh, I got enthusiasm. Ah, that's awesome. I love it. This is really cool. So you should take the time and do this. I have a feeling that I'm going to have a very exciting 52 weeks of getting pearls and getting messages. I can't stand And every Tuesday you're going to get a pearl, and it's going to reshape your Tuesday and hopefully your whole week and just make okay. it a better place that way. Okay. 
I'm going to see if this person uh, will respond. I tried talking to them earlier, and I couldn't get them through. Are you, um, can you hear me? Are you on the air? This is Angel. Hello? I'm right yeah, here, I, Angel. I'm still I, sitting I right here you're and listening there. to you. You haven't, you haven't <laughs> gone away on me? <laughs> Not at all. No way. Okay. No way, Jose. Okay, well, that person can't, uh, I don't know what's going on. I tried to call, uh, reach out to them before, and I couldn't get them. I do have a question for you. That I that I was writing when I was when Rosemaria was on on the phone and when when people are are struggling, you said I can open this book and and like the Bible, you can just open it and then there's there's uh, there's something there for me that's gonna that's gonna help me. Do you have anything else? Like I like this text message. If I wanted to reach out to you, could I reach out to you and get some kind of support? Do you have a process? Where we Absolutely. You? you know, there's two things that Harriet and I love to do. And one is we are world-class coaches. We help people with that. And we are going to be running some seminars come September oh, with this as well, where we, we will be giving like a virtual day going through some of these pearls so everybody can get them in depth. And and they can reach out to me. And you all you have to do is go to my website. And my website is Dr. D.R. Allen, A-L-L-E-N, Lyka, L-Y-C-K-A, Dr. D.R., A-L-L-E-N, Lyka, L-Y-C-K-A.com. And you can uh, reach out to me, and I will certainly help you. Harriet is on that website as well and how to do it. And we, we also, we are also professional speakers. So if you have a seminar or a group that you would like us to speak at in your area, we would love to reach out to you and make that connection. I love it. And for those of you who took on his challenge, and when you get your email, you're going to get his website and everything, too, so you can reach out to him. I would encourage you to do that. What I, what I love the story, um, I, I'm, going to have to, I'm going to have to get your partner, Harriet, on, um, let her tell her story, because it, it really made me feel like you were on the throes of, of, of accepting that it was over, and now, you know, just listening to you talk, it never would occur to me that anybody at any time in your life ever <laughs> told you that you had a limited amount of time left because your energy is so amazing. You, you just seem so positive. I, I don't feel like, I feel like anything I would say to you, you would find a positive out of it. That's what it feels like when I talk to you. Well, and, you know, I think you can, you can get lemons uh, today, Angel, and say, geez, I've been given lemons. Or you can take those beautiful lemons and make it to some delightful lemonade. Oh, my wow. God. That's right. I love Think lemonade. about that, okay? So those lemons are and But, you know, there's also something magical in what I've been through, and it's this. You know, when you go through trauma, you really see things in a different way. You've been given a second chance to make it better. You know, it's the depths of our despair that makes us see the heights of the mountains that much better. It's the hardships we go through that make us realize what's going on. Just like that pearl I told you about. You know, right. diamonds are made because carbon goes through heat and pressure to make yep. a diamond. Steel yep. is made stronger by tempering it by going through this process. So, you know, it's our hardships that make us stronger and better. It's not the other way around. And so, 
you know, I don't want people to suffer. I don't want them to hurt. But, you know, if you are, use it as something for the positive, not for the negative. What is it that um, that saying is that you can't always um, you can't always judge the the size of the man in the fight, but or it's the other way around. You can't judge the the, the, the size of the fight within the man because he may be little on the outside, but he but he could be very big on the inside. And well, you know, when the going gets tough, the tough get going, and that's something you got to realize. It's part of the the motivation process. And remember, it's not what happens to you; it's what you do with what happens. That was said by an ancient Greek Stoic by the name of Epictetus way back oh, wow. about two thousand years ago. It's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. happens. Words, that's a good one. Because what happens to you, you know, what happens to us is is, is the stuff that happens. Life is life. And and what you turn into it, you said so beautifully because you made it sound so delicious. I want a glass of lemonade. You take some lemon and turn it into delicious lemonade. And we get handed lemons every day. It doesn't get any worse than somebody saying, and you're dead prepared to be gone had I don't want to talk to you anymore have a nice day that that has to be traumatic that has to be well it is traumatic and I still feel about that but you know the way I got through that was to forgive that callous doctor for what he did the way Uh, he acted the way he was and and you know that I think is part of the the wonder of life is is that you have this amazing power to forgive somebody. And part of it is forgiving yourself for some of the things you've done. Because, you know, when you're bitten by a snake, it's not the snake that kills you. It's the venom that circulates inside your body. So what happens is that the forgiveness is not for the other person. It's really for you. If you forgive and truly mean it with all your heart, then guess what? The world's a better place. Yes, yes, it is. That's that's so true. And and um, I'm looking at your pearls, and I think you mentioned it earlier that forgiveness is, is one of the first. Like it's pearl number seven. Um, I'm gonna have to get this book. I can't stand it. I'm gonna have to pick this book up and look at it because I really love. I got love. I got victory. I got vulnerability. I got intent. Let's talk about intention, which you have purpose. Let's talk about that. I think that that's probably the most important. Very important one, and everybody in life has a purpose. You know who said that? It was Dolly Parton that said that. (laughs) Everybody in life has a purpose. I love it. So you know, here's Dolly, such a beautiful person that did that. And you know, one of the things Dolly does, and I didn't realize this till I was to a Rotary meeting not too long ago, she gives books to those people. Who can't afford them she has a huge foundation that's designed just to give books to people and help to educate them so Dolly one of the most beautiful kind people has found a foundation to help people who teach them how to read teach them how to do this and also give them something to do that with now that's a purpose all right that's a whole yeah. lifetime to do that. 
And yet it's one of the most fundamental things. You know, if you can read, if you can learn, there's always a solution for your problem. There's always something there that you really can do. So uh, in this chapter, we also go into something, a Japanese word called ikigai. And I'm going to get Terriet to cover that when she comes on, because ikigai is the Japanese way to find purpose and the way to really come into your whole self. And Harriet covers that even better than I do. So when you get her on, I'm going to put in this little buzz for her saying, you've got to get her to talk about Icky Guy. So it's Icky Guy. And is icky that Guy. It's like Icky, icky like Yuck, Yucky, yeah, Icky yeah. Guy. And, and, and that's that how they pronounce it in Japan. And it's a process of of really discovering your, your purpose, your purpose. Yeah, it's a four-step process, and Harriet will even go through a part-time icky guy where you can jump and dive into that right now so you can find your purpose and even try it on for size to see if it's right for you before you make it your whole purpose of your whole life. Oh, wow. So just a little taste of the icky guy. <laughs> that's, yeah. a full, that's a full icky guy. I love that. Um, and so, how do I? How you know we're almost done here, and I and I I can't help since you are a physician, but you're not like a you're not you're not a, 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 a what do they call the virus? And I, I've been, I'm so confused. No, I'm not an not. infectious disease doctor. No, I'm not, not a virologist. You're not, but you're I not think it's very office. important to listen to people that that are talking to about you about this the guys that come from the CDC, the guys that know about this, because they really have your interest at heart. They're trying to protect you. They have nothing to gain by doing this stuff. They just want to make sure you're safe and healthy, and they really want to make sure you're doing the right thing. And, you know, these things about washing your hands and wearing a mask is something that's a very fundamental thing. And really, you know, in this day and age, we don't know how to cure this virus right yet. We don't know how to prevent it, but we know certain things about it. We've only had this virus around for six months, so we got to be smart about this and, and think about it, you know, because let's suppose you're carrying the virus and don't know it. You can give it to somebody that you love very deeply and mm-hmm. hurt them badly yeah. by this oh, yeah. terrible thing. So wearing yeah. a mask is not a thing that's really for you. It's for somebody else. It's really to help them in this time of so on. And and the thing is I want you to check back to my website often. Check me out on 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 social media as well. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and I'm on LinkedIn and I can do some of these before. I also we are also putting a lot of videos on YouTube. And I'd like to invite you, Angel, to come on my podcast Uh-oh. called The Secrets Uh-oh. to Living a Fantastic Life okay. podcast too. Because <laughs> then we can get this message out even to more people. That's right. And I, I would love to come out. I, I don't get asked very often because I spend all my time getting people on my show to get them visible. A lot of people don't ask me on their show. I would love to be on your show. It would be really great. Wonderful. I really, and you I, know, 
Oh, no, it would be the you. most beautiful thing in the world for us to connect, and I'll get Harriet to be on that show as well. I would love it. So we it. can I've... both talk a little bit to you. I would, I would as I say, it. Harriet is a beautiful black lady that, I that saw her. is I saw just her. a gorgeous person inside. So she just is. It just emanates a lot of the, those wonderful characteristics that that are so good. So I'm gonna ask a question that might be a weird question. It's like. It's so interesting. You guys seem like so diametrically opposed visually. And I can only imagine, I, I've looked at the little video you have, and I've listened to you guys talk, and you guys occur like you've been best friends since the day you guys fell out of the world. Guys well, you like, know, too. when we were at one conference, somebody said it's ebony and ivory, you know, this old <laughs> song that was years ago. She's yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. ebony and I'm ivory, and the, together we're in perfect harmony. So, yeah, we sort of exude a yin and a yang sort of yeah, influence. Yeah, you do. You do. We're you different really do. ends of a spectrum, yet we have a very similar message to help people out. And I think it's really interesting in our time to have you guys with this really powerful message coming at us in this really diverse package that speaks to some of the stuff that's going on right now because we really are one people and we need to get you know diversity is really what it's all about we're better because of our differences we're better because of the different way of looking at things you know the strengths come from diversity and that's where we really have power and meaning in our lives we really have things that are stronger because we're different, not all alike. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, we're almost done. And, oh, my God, time flies and you're having fun. Do you have? I want you to give me your, your last two-minute infomercial to give everybody what they need to know. Um, before we say goodnight to you tonight. Um, Dr. Well, there's two Dr. things. Lager. Remember, it's it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. So I'm going to challenge your audience again to do something for your neighbor that you wouldn't regularly do. I'm going to ask you to pay it forward. I'm going to ask you to do something for them without expecting anything back, just to make it a better place and to do something nicely that way. And if you need some help along the way, check me out on my website, Dr. Ellen Leica, that's D-R-A-L-L-E-N, Leica, L-Y-C-K-A.com. Check me out on social media. I'm on most of the channels. And if you can, just remember... Today is the first day of the rest of your life. You've got to do things that really can make a difference. And live this day as if it's the last one on earth, that you really can do something that will make something phenomenal. You really can do something for somebody else, and you really can make this world a better place. And in this day and age where there's so much difficulties and angst and and hate going on i think we really can do something fundamental to really reshape and rebuild this planet in a way we've never done before you're absolutely right and i and i i agree with you 100 percent it's, it's what are they so what is that uh that saying it's not how hard you fall it's how how strong you stand uh absolutely and that's what we've got. We've got to stand up and 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 change. And it starts with each one of us individually. And I'm going to take on your challenge, and I'm going to post it in our forums and challenge the the listeners and our followers to to do the same. 
thank you so much for being on the show tonight. I had such a good time, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you um, in the future. And don't forget to pick up his book. I'm looking at it right here on Amazon. It is The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. Two Survivors Revealed the 13 Golden Souls They've Discovered. Thank you so much, Dr. Leica, for being on the show. It truly was my privilege and pleasure. Thank you very much. We look forward to more interactions as time goes on. And yes, remember, uh, it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. God bless you. That's an awesome thing to end with, everyone. Thank you. Good night, Dr. Leica. Good night, everybody. And I will see you all on the other side. God bless and take care. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Well, that was awesome.